Welcome, guys. This is Libby and Ellie, (laughs) and we're here in um, God is God and We Are Blonde, and the music you hear is by Jack Leach. He is now in L.A. They signed a record deal. They signed with a new studio that they're their first artists, so they're Mm going to get a lot of attention, and they are just working out there. You know, they're still shut down out in California, and so they're working around COVID. And all of that, but I'm so so proud of them. So happy for him. Because when you're young is when you need to chase your dreams. That's right. Because once you settle down and try to create your family, right. you have to really put your dreams aside. You do. Especially as a mother. Yes. We put our ourselves aside a lot, yes. and we don't. And so, um, Libby came up with the idea that today we would talk about soul nourishment because. <laughs> Especially as mothers and Christians, we need to restore our souls. We do, always, because we have so many responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Moms really do now with having to teach their children in the home and, and, and work. And they have to juggle all these things. So it's huge to, to find the time, set aside the time to nourish our souls. And it's hard because as a mother and as a wife, you know, I often see my husband just hanging out, watching TV as I run back and forth, you know, to let the dogs outside or to feed the dogs or to go out and check on the chickens or to make dinner or to do the laundry and I'm just running past the living room and he's just sitting in there just watching TV and I just think um wow it must be nice but I also created that yes you do so he works hard outside of the home and I work hard inside of the home strangely enough my job is 24 hours yes it is 24 7 all the time (laughs) all the time and so what do you um, Libby, you have a Bible verse that you love for soul nourishment. Yes, ma'am. It is Psalms 23.3. And this passage, if you have been in the Word very long, you will recognize it as a funeral passage. But it's way more than that. It's a shepherd's look at the 23rd Psalm. And I want to uh, share with you verse 3. It says, he restores my soul. Right before that, he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul and leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So what I want to say to you is we are created body, mind, and soul. Every single person has a soul inside of their body, like a God-shaped vacuum. And sometimes Christians and non-Christians try to fill that hole in their soul with all types of things, material things, entertainment, travels, houses, land. All those things in and of themselves are not bad things. But when you try to make them your God versus Jesus your God, um, your soul becomes dry and weary in a land where things are not going so well, Ellie. It's true. It's... um. What I was thinking about with that is false idols. When Mm -hmm. you were talking about all of those things we try to fill our Mm -hmm. soul with, Mm -hmm. those are false idols. Mm -hmm. Those are things we give our attention to outside of giving our attention to God. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, we are 
cheating ourselves out of mm-hmm. soul nourishment. Yes. Because we are putting ourselves on the back burner and putting our attention to something else other than concentrating on our heart and our soul and renewing ourselves. Exactly. What we have to do, Ellie, is be intentional to set aside a quiet place and have a rhythm, get in the rhythm, um, create a habit, if mm-hmm, you will, mm-hmm. of it can be for busy moms, it can be as little as 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be. That's where we get defeated is we think, well, she, looking at whoever, has an hour of quiet time. No, 10 minutes alone with God, just saying, if you don't say anything but help, Lord, help. I need your help. Cry out to him. Cry out to him. Mm-hmm. Pray first. And Ellie, would you share your habit before you get out of bed in the morning? Yeah. So every morning when I open my eyes, I give glory to God that I have woken up that the earth is still here, that everyone I know and love is safe as far as I know, and that he allowed me to have one more day to operate in his presence. And so I, every morning before my feet hit the ground, I pray and give him praise and thankfulness because there's a good chance that the rest of the day I'm going to be crying out to him in need for (laughs) answers or for prayers or for something different. But you know, giving him the glory and just the gratitude that he's given me the opportunity to practice being a human. Exactly. Practice. That's mm-hmm. the word. It's a practice. It is a practice. It's a daily practice. Mm-hmm. And of learning to overcome whatever has come into our life. Right. And Libby and I, um, so there's a restaurant here, and we're in Charlotte, North mm-hmm. Carolina, and there's a restaurant here in North Carolina called Oh My Soul, and it's a vegan restaurant, and... Um, the original restaurant is in South Africa, and I have told Libby about it a few times, and Libby is making an active decision to be vegan, mm-hmm. which I'm plant-based. I'm not completely vegan, but I'm heavily plant-based. And so I said, let's go have lunch there. And it just, we didn't talk about church. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about our podcast. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any recordings right. for any of our studies that we lead. We simply sat and had lunch as two friends, two, Mm -hmm. Libby's like my sister. I'm an Mm -hmm. only child. I don't have a sister, Mm -hmm. but she's my heart and soul. Mm -hmm. And it was just so nourishing for our souls to go to a place that isn't near anybody else Mm -hmm. or anything else. It wasn't Mm -hmm. a church. It isn't Mm -hmm. by, Mm -hmm. and we just sat and chatted and enjoyed Mm -hmm. the food. The food is so good. You can gorge yourself Mm -hmm. in the food. Everything is safe. It's all gluten-free. It's all vegan. It's clean. Mm -hmm relatively healthy yes and we just restored our soul with each other and it's important to do this it is and you have to do it through his word as well as having the quiet time to allow yourself to restore absolutely and here's the thing ellie and i both love to talk and we i mean you need to talk to your sister you know about what's going on in your life But it's okay if you sit quietly before the Lord and listen for his voice. He says, my sheep know my voice. And so just sit and wait upon him. Um, Those that wait on the Lord renew their strength. Mm -hmm. And we fly. We mount up with the wings of eagles, running, not be weary, walking, not faint. faint. So um, just 
it's it's a practice that I'm having to learn. We laugh because I have them three places in my house, twice in my kitchen, once in my bedroom. Be still and know. I walk past this in a hurry all the time and forget to even look at it, Ellen. Mm -hmm. I have I, it written in a couple a, places. And as old as I am, I'm trying to learn to be still before the Lord because I'm a doer and a mover and, you know, just all the yeah, time. a mover and a shaker, <laughs> Be in motion. So, um, and, and we are supposed to do those things. We can't be still 100% of the time. But set, you have to set a goal and have a time mm -hmm. to have some solitude of your heart. Make your heart a portable sanctuary. And even while you're going and coming around people, Ella, you'll be able to remember what God spoke to you mm -hmm. in that place of quiet rest. Right. So we do a study um, a couple of times a year. I lead for our church, um, Draw the Circle, mm -hmm. by Mark Batterson, mm -hmm. an amazing pastor in um, D.C. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how he tells you that you need to develop a rhythm, mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. make an appointment, basically, with yourself, with God, mm -hmm. and have that time. Right. For a lot of us, it works better in the morning, mm -hmm. but for a lot of us, our mornings are very frenetic, right. Right. and it's not a good atmosphere, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we are going to be distracted, and so you have to carve out that time of solitude, really, that works best right. for you. That's right. Some people can be so committed to get up super early in the morning. That does not happen for me. What happens for me is that everybody leaves to either go to school right. or um, I have a stepdaughter who's here every, kind of every other week. So when she is not here, it makes easy for me once my husband leaves for work to just have my quiet time. Right. But I've already prayed and shown him gratitude, but then I need to read the scripture I need to teach some of my lessons and yes yes Libby and I talk on the phone a lot and I'm going to be really really honest with you guys we have animals all around us right now we so do. if you hear anything <laughs> weird happening it's because our animals are feeling extremely needy right now at any moment a cat could just jump up on the table and the only one that's being good is snatch which is surprising he's usually the most naughty but you have to create. So where is your where's your quiet place? Where do you go? My quiet place is either on my front porch or I have a little rocking chair out there and a table beside of it, either there or it's right on my couch, my sofa in the living room. And I have a corner. I sit in the couch and that's where God and I meet. Mm -hmm. Um I love walking and praying and talking to him, but as far as really listening and getting being before still. him, being still. <laughs> it's my sofa in my den and uh, my front porch in the rocking chair. And I love both those places. What about you, Ellie? I have several places. Um, we have a huge farm. Then I have several places where I'm able to get still. Um, my favorite place is um, in my back patio that I just created oh. or on my front porch as well. And then we have a pond on our property, and that's a beautiful place to walk down and prepare to be quiet with him, mm -hmm. and um, there's less animals down there. Yes, <laughs> to distract. I can get away a little bit more easily, but um, he, he meets me in several places here. This is just a super holy space for me. It our is. farm is, is just holy. out of town. It's quiet, it and quiet. when you leave town and you start driving to our house, 
because it takes about 30 minutes from just about anywhere we go to get for us to get home. You can just feel the stress Mm -hmm. just start to peel off of your body, just like an onion. You just let layers of your day and time go. We have a little cat and dog fight going on right next to me. (laughs) It's really sweet, Kelly. Honestly, when I come out to Kelly's farm, it's like going, (sighs) taking a deep breath of fresh air because it's, I know, it's just, it's just a precious Holy Spirit field, a sanctuary, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. It is. This place is a sanctuary. So, and that's what you have to create for yourself. You Mm -hmm. have to figure out where you feel that he is going to meet you and you're going to be quiet and have the time. That's right. It's okay to talk to him at other times. Some people have their quiet time in the car, you know, when they're driving, turn the radio and everything off and just, you know, listen then. Mm -hmm. But if you're not quiet, if you're not still, you're not going to um, hear his voice. That's right. You can't. And, And also there's the noise of your mind. If you don't have that place that you go and sit and be still, you know, your thoughts, some of us have a hard time cutting our thoughts off Mm -hmm. off at night, even to go to sleep, because we're circling about what we did that day or what we're going to do tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so you have to intentionally set that aside and think on the things of God Mm -hmm. and, and think on his word. Meditate. We don't take time to meditate on pick one verse, just one like this, like the one I just shared with you, mm-hmm. um, and just be still and quiet before him and see what he will speak. Um, I think you'll be amazed at what he will say. It might even blow your mind. And when you can listen to him, and it's you know, it, it's how he speaks to you. Mm-hmm. That's because right. that's individual for it everybody. Is. Yes, ma'am. He yes, doesn't ma'am. have a big booming voice, or no, it ma'am. might not be a burning bush, or it might not be a, you know, it's in your heart. He that's speaks right. to you through your heart. That's exactly right. Kelly and I, um, we have done the last couple of years, or maybe a year and a half, getting into his word mm-hmm. uh, through our church, and we studied something called Lectio Divina, yeah, and and it's the sacred reading of Scripture, and it's praying in four stages. There's the reading, Lectio. There's I don't know if I'll say this correctly, Meditatio. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Meditation. Mm-hmm. Oratio is the prayer, and cont- Contemplatio is contemplation. If you will take if you'll take one verse and take time to do that. If you can, read it aloud. If there's not people around you, uh, read it aloud and meditate on it. Really dwell on it. Uh, pray it. There's something, Ellie, about praying God's word that feeds your soul mm-hmm. and renews really your mind. Mm-hmm. Renews your mind. It really does. Ellie was just in in teaching from Romans 12 this morning. And uh, what was the verse that, that really jumped out at you, Ellie? 12, 12. When rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Those are, you know, we we are teaching Romans right now in one of our groups, and we talk about how this is kind of the constitution for Christianity. But specifically, the marks of a true Christian are is in chapter twelve, verses nine through twenty-one really gives you your 
responsibility as a Christian, to be a true Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to fail at this, yeah, as all of us do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you can take time to really concentrate on that and have that speak to you. Um, I even talked about getting Romans twelve twelve tattooed on my body. I have a lot of tattoos. So um, it's that reminder mm-hmm. because he's he's constantly in pursuit of you. Yes, he is. Constantly. Constantly. The, the Bible says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. He will right. do it. And, and there's lots of things, Ellie, especially in my life right now, I'm having to release mm-hmm. and they're good things. I don't, honestly, I it's not in me to release those good things because mm-hmm. I'm a Martha at heart. Right. Yes. <laughs> and Ellie and I, we joke about this. She said she's going to become my agent. <laughs> because <laughs> Libby doesn't um, know how to say or spell the word no. And so when somebody says something to her, she says, yeah, 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 we'll wait. And then she'll come to me and say, guess what I did? <laughs> So I tell her all the time, you give them my phone number and I'll give them your answer. It's no. Um, and so because she has such a spirit for for intercession, for encouragement, she is just an amazing wealth of just all the good things that a Christian woman is. And which she's having to release some of that right now because it's just too much. It's too much. It's somebody else's turn. It is. It is. So, um, so we are caring for your body and your soul that's right. by allowing you to release these things that you feel so tied to. Yes, exactly. And the problem is, is it's not her responsibility. No. These are it's not. people's own responsibilities. Right, right. But we feel as good Christians that we should always hold on to these responsibilities and really be... Right. And God spoke to you. He and did. what did he say to he you? He did. He said, he told me to release. I have this uh, picture, Ellie, and Ellie's seen it. This young boy carved it for me. Um, I did this, my one word study, uh, several years ago. And so three years in a row, these were my words. Release, restore, and remain. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I again, it sits in my kitchen. And I keep taking on more and more. So I've got to obey his calling. When he said, he said, release, let this stuff go. I hope that you're not going to make me let go of every single thing. But he's given me two things already. And I just love, Ellie and I both do. We love people and we want to be there for them. But only God can be someone's everything. So in Mm -hmm. order to nourish my soul, I have to release some of these things to get restored. He restores my soul. So I'm walking in obedience and that's just what we have to do. That's right. And we, and we have to, and that's what we want to do for you today and every day is Mm -hmm. to encourage you Mm -hmm. to really prioritize his word, um, having time with him. Mm-hmm. Getting reading the Bible, mm-hmm. reading anything inspirational that's based on the word, whether it be a devotion, whether it be a prayer you repeat, um, whether it be a mantra mm-hmm. for yourself just yes. to repeat on a daily basis where yes. you are going to get time to restore. Find an app on your phone that mm-hmm. does scripture reading. Mm-hmm. Find mm-hmm. a podcast that you love. I recommend mm-hmm. Heidi St. John. Yes. She is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mia Renee, if you're in business, she does God-centered success, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, Annie F. Downs oh, yes. is amazing. They're all wonderful, Ellie. They truly are. How, Ellie, do we nourish our bodies? Um, well, I nourish my body through trying to feed it good food. Exactly. exactly. And getting rest. Exactly. And exercise. And work exercise. Out. Those are the ways you nourish your body. So why would our soul be any less different? Our souls are built for eternity. Right. And so we should be pouring into them as much as we do our body. Mm -hmm. That good food, the good nourishment of the word of God right. and praying to him and talking to him. So um, it won't happen on its own, I can tell you. Mm -mm. Good intentions, you've got to just as, as much as you eat, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or if you eat two meals a day or once a day, how many meals a day you eat, make the right choice to set aside a little bit of time to nourish your soul. Right. Yes. I think it's good. Always yeah. say grace. Yeah. It's always good. Always. Yes. Libby told me a funny story. Her, They call it say the blessing at dinner. <laughs> Say the grace. Say the, and so somebody said to her that wasn't, doesn't know how they do it in their family, can, hey, great, can you say grace? And she said, grace? Because that's not what they call it in her house. She didn't know what they were talking about. That was so <laughs> funny. Story. That was so funny. That was my little Ryan, her, her grandma who's now gone to heaven. She said, Ryan, would you say grace? <laughs> and she said, grace. <laughs> grace. Yeah, I didn't say that word. I'm good at it. Watch. Grace, 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 grace. So find time to laugh. Ellie makes me laugh so hard. She says the funniest things. Pour into friendships that will um, manifest the presence of the Lord in your life and build you up in your most holy faith. Uh, Ellie is honestly the friend God has brought me in my latter days. Honestly, I don't know how I got through to like, <laughs> I have no idea, but, but we, we compliment each other with God's word. She would call me out on something. I would call her out on something. We just have that kind of friendship and love for one another. So, so get in God's word, restore your soul with, with reading and prayer and setting that time aside and then find people that help you to nourish your soul mm -hmm. and you will not be sorry i promise they're there they're waiting find your soul mate <laughs> and he is waiting that's right so that's the right. last thing i want to say to you is that we are not promised tomorrow mm -mm. Mm -mm. if you are wondering if god wants to be right. in your life yes he does if you are not sure how to get into his word, if you were listening to this podcast, you just happened upon it. If you were led here, that was God mm -hmm. for sure. A hundred percent. He led you here. That's right. And he doesn't promise you tomorrow, but you need to get actively busy allowing him to pursue you yes. and to be part of your life. And yes. I would encourage you to do that. If you do not know how to read the Bible, if every time you pick it up, it sounds like a foreign language to you, find a teaching Bible. Exactly. Get plugged into a local church. Yes. If there is somebody that you like and that you feel has their life together mm -hmm. and has a peace about them, mm -hmm. that's because they probably have Jesus. That's right. And if you feel that way about them, mm -hmm. ask them. Yes. Where do you go to church? Yes. What devotion do you do? Yes. Can you mm -hmm. tell me, can you share with me what your walk is with mm -hmm. him? Mm -hmm. And so find a church. Get yes. plugged in. That's right. Find people that you 
steal a piece from Mm -hmm. and allow them to help you find where you need to be in order to restore your soul. Mm -hmm. And I just encourage you to do that as soon as you can and to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. That's right. That's right. Amen. Great time with you today, sweet friends. And we look forward to the next time that God brings us together. So uh, please practice nourishing your soul because Mm -hmm. no one else can do that. And you can always message Libby and I anytime here through the podcast or Mm -hmm. any other way. If you want to get a hold of us and have us pray for you, we're happy to do that. Yes. We are doing it anyway, but we don't know your circumstance. That's right. So we're just lifting you up before God every day. Amen. Amen. I hope you have the good rest of your day and that if you have felt led, subscribe and share this. If you feel like somebody you know needs to hear this, please Mm -hmm. share it with them. Yes, please. That would be wonderful. And we will see you back here soon. Soon. Bye-bye. Bye.